Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It's June 24th, 2020, and this is episode 30, Allie. Um, chugging right along here, month of June is um, kind of coming down the home stretch here. Um, you know, GDU-wise, we're progressing good. A lot of corn, uh, as I made travels first part of the week, is, is fully canopied, and it uh, seemed like it took a little longer to get there than we'd like to see, but it uh, appears like we're progressing here in a good way, and um, yeah, just excited to see the corn kicking into gear. Yeah, like I mentioned to you, I mean, I'm still continuing to see some of that rapid growth, that kind of neon leaf, which is a good sign. We're keeping that crop moving and and then rolling in those cases where it's maybe twisted up a little bit. But GDU-wise, coming out of Preston, Minnesota, if you look at from that 420 planning date, we're sitting at about 777 GDUs. Uh, That's plus 68 from the average. So to your point, we really are pushing right along, which is nice to see. I'd, I'd say another nice thing, over the weekend, we were getting a little dry last week. I mean, really extremely windy, getting dry, and uh, rain totals varied across the area, but I think that, that nice rain was welcomed in areas, and, and just to keep that crop moving in the right direction. Yeah, and those rains came really nice. So we had a little severe weather, maybe risk Sunday night, but I don't think it, um, for most of our viewing area, wasn't too bad. But um, yeah, just a lot of um, three, four, or maybe half inch, you know, two, three different rains, depending on what part of the the listening area you're in, but um, no, we'll take that. And uh, it was nice that we finally got a rain this year that, you know, didn't have a dry stretch followed by a four or five incher, you know, which was kind of nice that uh, for the most part, that was a pretty good, uh, good, pretty good rain overall. So Allie, um, kind of the first segment here, we probably just need to work through this here a little bit, um, kind of talk through it. Um, you know, I know you've maybe heard of some rumblings of it. I've ever had a couple calls of it, but um, you know, we've made a, um, there's been a few calls where we've kind of got the wrong herbicide on the wrong um, soybean herbicide platform, and it's getting a little bit muddy in that arena. There's a lot of things going on in the soybean world, but I think, Allie, maybe reviewing this uh, for our listeners might be a good thing. Yeah, so herbicide-wise, I mean, I think you said that well. There's just a lot going on in the bean world right now. We've had a shift or an increase in the conventional side of the business. A lot of folks are getting a little more comfortable with Liberty, and then I think the biggest thing to focus on is probably some folks are planning extend soybean summer planning enlist and those names are sounding very, very, very similar, which has made it a little difficult, you know, we're in the heat of the battle to distinguish what is the difference uh, between each. So um, maybe in your mind, what are the biggest points that we need to make sure we're keeping top of mind as we make sure the correct herbicide is getting sprayed on the correct traded package? Yeah. And um yeah, as a as a producer, I think it, um, you know, we need to have good records, but as we get to springtime, it's probably not a bad bad idea to, you know, call up your seed supplier, your agronomist, you know, j- just double check, hey, I'm just getting ready to, to make a call here on spraying, you know, just want to make sure, are, are all my beans the same platform? You know, I know we, you know, let's just say I have run a pretty to extend, you know, I've had a couple growers that, you know, pre-bought all extend, and then for some reason, you know, maybe picked up a few beans to finish, whether it be from the same supplier or different, and and they ended up with some enlists and didn't realize that, and that's been a challenge. But just just reviewing that everything's in the same platform, uh, I think is is probably the biggest thing. And um, from there, the other thing, Ellie, um, you know, we got to really watch too in in a year like this if we are spraying, and when you do look at some of the restrictions around a pretty to extend and what is a susceptible crop. You know, you mentioned all these things, you know, conventional soybeans, um, we've seen a pretty big increase in demand for those. We've seen a pretty big increase in the amount of straight Liberty Link soybeans, uh, a lot more Enlist D3 soybeans out there. 
Um, still maybe some straight glyphosates here and there, but also it's important for you, but also what is, you know, you know, granted if you're praying around a pretty too extended, it's extended soybeans next to you, that's not a susceptible for crop depending on wind, but um, there's just a lot of things going on that communication with your seed supplier, communications with your neighbors and other things are just going to be really important, but uh, just really, you know, we just got to be careful. We still got some spray applications to go. The last thing we want to do is, is, you know, maybe kill a crop at this stage of the game. It's getting late, you know, replant. We're going to give up a lot of yield to get to, it gets to be a large expense, but um, we just got to watch it really close. And the other thing, you know, um, in list soybeans and runner pretty to extend soybeans alley, that's not the same herbicide. If you're spraying the herbicide for one, it kills the other and maybe just walk us through what we're using on extend versus uh, enlist. Yeah. So I'll start with the extend side of things because maybe more folks right now would likely have extend over enlist. So if you have an extend, Roundup Ready 2 extend soybean, you would have tolerance to glyphosate and dicamba. So obviously there's been a lot of talk of that in the, the industry right now, um, but, but if you have that extend, glyphosate and dicamba are your approved um, traits there. But on the enlist side of things, so like you mentioned, some folks have maybe picked up some more enlist acres this year are starting to make that shift and we're going to be seeing more and more enlist soybeans as we move into the future. So you're going to see tolerance to 240 choline, glyphosate, and glufosinate. Um, so just, you know, the best you can, like we mentioned, those do sound the same, but those are going to be your differences between enlist and then your extend soybeans in the marketplace. Yeah, and that seems to be where kind of the most confusion is out there. And, and you know, and like you said, too, they, they can sound kind of similar and uh, we just got to make sure we're, we're double checking all those things across the board. But uh, um, yeah, we're kind of getting there on, on soybean post spring. Last week was tough alley with the wind and everything else. Um, I think a lot of us wanted to get done a little bit of rain over the weekend here, but hopefully we get a couple days this week. And we can wrap up those post applications before flowering starts in the soybeans. When we come out of break, we'll maybe jump in and talk a little bit uh, alfalfa forages and uh, kind of talk about what's going on in that uh, arena as well.